Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Happy Skews Day to you. It's January 17th, 2023. I'm Trey Crowder. That's Mark Ag. What's up, Mark? Go Cowboys. Uh, fun mm-hmm. hanging out last it? night, bud. Yeah. Thanks for coming out to uh, console me if, if they lost, but uh, it was a fun hang. Um, the uh, we won't, Don't worry. We won't talk football. No, it doesn't hit for you guys. <laughs> uh, the, so before we get to the show, one thing today that I found absolutely infuriating. So Davos is going on that, uh, you know, the yearly conference where all the world's super rich and powerful fly to Switzerland on private jets to talk about climate, climate change. Yeah, um, yep. Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema are there. For some reason, mm-hmm. uh, they were on a, on a panel today and uh, they were asked about why voting rights legislation didn't pass. And they talked about how they stopped the killing of the filibuster and then high fived. And then <laughs> Chris, Kristen Sinema referred to Kevin McCarthy as her good friend. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I can't wait for that lady to go away. Um, it, another thing, Kissinger spoke there today about <laughs> how old is he? Like, he's he got to be ancient, right? He's, oh yeah, they um, always do. Those guys. He's almost a hundred. Yeah, like they did not hit his live forever. Yeah, uh, people with actual souls die of drug overdoses. That's the world we live in. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so he was talking about his peace plan for Ukraine, and it was essentially for Ukraine to surrender. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in case y'all forgotten Kissinger, Kissinger's greatest hits. Um, I saw this today. Yale's uh, this historian at, at Yale named Greg Grandin estimates that Kissinger is responsible for. Uh, in part or whole, uh, between three or four million people's deaths. Mm. Um, not just illegally bombing Cambodia, but you know, uh, supporting the Chilean military coup and uh, green light Argentina's Argentina's dirty war, where they kidnapped everyone to the left of uh, Pinochet and tortured them and disappeared them. Um, a, a Pakistani genocide, like the guy's a, mm-hmm. a monster. Anyway, tomorrow they got an exciting panel. Uh, they got an exciting panel on the uh, the the future of human rights, so I hope he gets to speak at that too. <laughs> Kissinger open for the human rights panel. Uh, yeah, it, you say it's supposed to be a climate change thing primarily. Like that's they talk about all sorts. His, of what does he have to do with that? They talk about everything. It's, yeah. they're, they're all sorts of global things, including like you know, basically investment opportunities for the the world's elite and how the masses' mm-hmm. political movements are in it, getting in the way of them. So that's sad yeah. for them. I'm sure that is annoying, probably. Um, yeah. Today, today's to, to, the, the overarching theme this year is po- the poly crisis, which is their word for everything falling apart, which as the world's most powerful people, they have no role in. It's just things right. that are happening to them. <laughs> like, like well, yeah, yeah, everything's really bad and we don't know, yeah. you know, we don't understand what all the people are doing to make everything so bad, but yeah. I guess we a should of, talk more about it. We should just, <laughs> let's, let's have a good talk and then, you know. <laughs> Yeah, five star hotel and then fuck off forever again. Yeah, a bunch of uh, you know warmongers and uh, oil company execs being like, "What's the deal with climate change and all the, and all the de- all the destabilization in the global south? What's what, what right. the hell happened there?" For, yeah, and they're like, "These people are not <laughs> recycling enough. You know, they're just not committed yeah. to taking shorter showers and shit like yeah. that." Like that's in. I'm not saying that people shouldn't do those things, but it's like the the way that's been twisted and put on regular people so effectively, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? While they just keep doing whatever the hell they want to do, the corporations and all that. And it's, it's thrown the guilt onto all of us. Like it's yeah. up to us to save the planet. And you know, they have no part yeah. in it. Just a guy, uh, you know, a Texaco exec with a bunch of endangered species heads hanging in his office being like, you guys are killing the polar bears. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I uh, also want to talk about this wild ass story. So this guy who ran for a state rep, uh, state state house in uh, New Mexico, uh, he hired a bunch of dudes to shoot up Democrat politicians' houses. Yeah. Um, there were six houses that were shot at. He apparently is not connected to four of them. So uh, maybe the other two were just cars backfiring or somebody shooting there celebrating, you know, a, a college college bowl game or something. But so he, he apparently printed out some stuff that was proof that his election was stolen and tried to go to their houses and talk to them about it. And when they wouldn't, he just paid these guys to shoot them up. To shoot and, their houses. Was he like, I mean, was his plan to just, it's just like a reign of terror thing, just scare them by shooting up their houses or like, because it doesn't, you know, it doesn't seem like he was like, if the plan was to assassinate them, they could have been, you know, probably could have drawn yeah. up something better. It seems like uh, he was just, you know, yeah. committing a massive felony uh, just for the fuck of it. <laughs> yeah. And also being a lunatic because, uh, you know, that much yeah. is evident. Yeah, you stay trying to figure out the lunatic's thought process. But step one, shoot up Democrat kids' bedroom. Step right. step three, assume office in the House of Representatives. Right. I don't think there is a step, step two. two question marks. So, yeah, right. This, this guy's name is Solomon Pena. Uh, he's a big Trump supporter, obviously. Uh, he he had post a bunch of social media posts saying he stood with Trump, and that's why he wasn't you know um, uh, conceding his conceding. election defeat. Uh, the really dumb part of this plan was the, the whole point of hiring somebody so you can have an alibi, right? But he went with them to the shooting. <laughs> and <laughs> just trying to make a day of it, you know, just have, some, you know, have, have a nice boys day shooting yeah. up people's houses. Yeah, that is weird to hire, uh, you know, gunmen and then show up. And also, I, you probably were about to say this, but also like he like lent them his car too, didn't he? All right, one of the yeah. gunmen got, got arrested driving that guy's car. So it's like he wasn't, uh, didn't exactly have all of his bases covered. Yeah. He also uh, uh, texted them the plans. So he was always going to get caught. <laughs> but the, so, but beyond it being a buffoon and a dumbass, like they did, they shot up uh, one of the politicians, like the bullets entered the window of, uh, of one of their kids' bedrooms. So it was like, this is, it's the era of dangerous buffoons. Like these guys are clowns and they're fun to laugh at, but it's always important to remember that, Fascists are always buffoons, man. Doesn't mean they're not murderous psychopaths. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, we're, uh, you know, dunking on him for being a dipshit, but obviously this is, you know, some pretty freaky stuff <laughs> and exactly yeah. the type of thing that, you know, we're all worried about seeing more of. So, yeah, yeah. a little disconcerting to say the least. Yeah. Stop shooting at people's houses just because you politically disagree with them or uh, because you yeah. made up, you, they don't even disagree about stuff. Like this guy couldn't, you couldn't tell this guy an actual political issue as opinion on. He's just like a psycho who right. thinks his election was stolen, even though it was an overwhelmingly dem district. He lost in a landslide to an in, to a Democratic incumbent. Like he never had a chance to begin with. He's just like, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, with us as always is producer Matt. This is Weekly Skews. Before we continue, I'd like to remind you of a couple of things as usual. First, if you'd like to see me live, go to TreyCrowder.com. Got a bunch of dates if you're in the LA area. I'll be at the Berman, Bourbon Room in Hollywood uh, on Thursday. Next weekend, Atlanta, three Florida cities, then Indy, then uh, Minneapolis. A lot of, lot of runs coming up, so go to TreyCrowder.com. Check them out. Come and see me. Number two, if you enjoy this program and would like to show your support, you can do so by signing up on Patreon. You can go to weeklyskews.com slash more, or you can just go on Patreon and look for my name. You'll find it either way. 
$5 a month gets you access to full-length bonus episodes. We've done a whole bunch of them. We're doing one this week. It's a skew and a where we answer all the patrons' burning questions. We're having a good time over there. We hope you'll consider signing up, getting some more skews in your life. All right. As for the show tonight, it's time once again, lefties, for a big freedom roundup. That's right. They're enjoying far too much freedom on the right. and We need to go out there and take some of it back. I'm talking specifically about gas stoves. You know what to do. Get your buddy with a trailer, head out in the neighborhood, start yanking them ovens. You can get four or five in an afternoon, I think. If you got extra time, grab some of their guns, too. Two birds mm-hmm. type of deal. You know, be efficient. Be smart about it. Now, obviously, that's a ridiculous notion, but that's not stopping the right from treating it as a legitimate concern. We'll talk about all that silly stuff a little later. But first, of course, we begin with the Daily Dumbass. Matt, graphic, please. Tonight's DD, the deep state for allowing Marjorie Taylor Greene onto the Homeland Security Committee because now she can finally get to the bottom of 9-11. Hit it, Matt. Um, by that time in our American history, we had had George Bush for eight years. We had 9-11. The, sorry about that, guys. Call came in, so I had to decline it. Um, but we had witnessed 9-11, right? We had witnessed 9-11, uh, the terrorist attack um, in New York and the plane that uh, crashed in Pennsylvania and the so-called plane that crashed into the Pentagon. It's odd. There's never any evidence shown for a plane in the Pentagon. But anyways, I won't, I'm not going to dive into the 9-11 conspiracy. Um, by that time right. in our American history. All right. So go ahead. Uh, all right. I want to rant about conspiracy theories here for a minute because 9-11 is sort of like the, uh, it doesn't, no one can come up with a cause for why the deep state or whoever would do 9-11. It right. doesn't make any fucking sense. It, you do not, you, it's all, oh, so they could, we could invade Iraq. Okay, but yeah. like, we invaded Iraq a bunch of times already with no reason. Right. You don't yeah. need a And even that wasn't like a an actual reason for Iraq. You know what I mean? They made up mm. a whole nother reason for Iraq, yeah. which had nothing to do with that shit. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, I was curious what she, so like, where is she on the 9-11 conspiracy, like, spectrum? Like, what does she think? Does she think Bush did it? Because like. I wouldn't have, I mean, I'm doing that thing again. I know, you know, trying to, trying to make sense of it, sense of yeah. uh, nonsensical but, lunacy, but yeah. Think, uh, just think, think about it critically for just think about it critically for a second. All right. If you're to, to have called us belly for the global war on terror or whatever, you did not need to do something as drastic as murder 3000 people and destroy the most valuable real estate on the planet, which is essentially what the world trade center was. All right. And even after you did that, you did not need to take down two more planes and hit the Pentagon. And you definitely would not need to like to stage a missile attack on the Pentagon and say it's a plane. You and also like the, the thing that really drives me crazy about conspiracy theories is they ignore the real fucking conspiracies that are on the, in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. For example, this late last week or early uh, over the weekend, Moderna announced that they're oh, yeah. jacking up the price of the COVID vaccine. Right. From $26 a dose to $130 a dose. This is a vaccine that was paid for by $2.5 billion of government mm-hmm. funding. It's our money. Mm-hmm. We right. own it. They announced they're jacking up the price, which will basically be, uh, unless you're uninsured, will only fuck your insurance company, but that's a whole other scam. But yeah. the, the, uh, the, that's in, in the fucking newspaper. Get mad about that. Presumably they're allowed to do that, knowing the government's going to do anything about it because of campaign contributions. That's a conspiracy. That's right there in front of you. And instead of being mad about that, 
being mad about what's going on in Davos. You get right. mad about the fu- a fucking cartoonish thing you made up in your head, right? It's it, it makes me right. absolutely furious. Well, I, yeah. I think it's like they, you know, it allows them to think that you know they've got their eyes open while everybody else is asleep at the wheel. Like we're all mm-hmm. sheep, and they're the only ones that are you know clued in to the to the grand hidden truth of things. I think is the appeal for for these people uh, or something. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I remember. I think we talked about this before, but I can remember thinking like conspiracy theories were like, I don't know, like kind of neat. They were fun to talk about. I didn't believe any of them, but they were like easy to make fun of. And like they seemed, I felt relatively harmless, like, you know, moon landing shit and that type of stuff. And it was just kind of, you know, almost whimsical. And then in recent years, it's really just uh taking a real turn uh and is not at all fun anymore uh at least for me <laughs> yeah and the, the and then the real conspiracies like you, you observe you can see right in front of you they go like oh so what do you think and then they paint some elaborate picture like they did some cartoonish like 9 11 like no i'm not saying that i'm saying i can watch you take a bribe and do something bad <laughs> mm-hmm. that's that's exactly it, it, it anyway I, this is my way i once wanted to talk about marjorie taylor green being put on the homeland security committee and how fucking crazy shit's going to get. They also did some fear-mongering about Aaron, Eric Swalwell, where, um, you know, he he had some sort of like, I don't know, a woman who worked in his office who was accused of being some sort of agent for uh, China, which he reported, right. and then she got right. reported or whatever, but they've turned Eric Swalwell into a Chinese spy. Uh-huh. And, and he got kicked off committees, and he, Kevin McCarthy got asked about it today. And McCarthy's like, well, if you had the FBI you know, background report that I got, you wouldn't put him on committees either. Meanwhile, the FBI has publicly announced they don't suspect anything. They're just straight up fucking lying. And I also just want to talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene to mention a Daily Beast story from a couple of days ago about how in, uh, Margie, Mar, uh, Marge and Lauren Boebert almost got in a fist fight in a bathroom at the Capitol. So that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, somebody's got to be top crazy, right? You got to fight for that crazy belt. Uh, yep. There can be only one, I guess. Did they say <laughs> that, that was a winner announced? Like, did anybody, did one of them get the better of the other one or it was a stalemate? What happened? Well, Lauren ran away out of the bathroom. Mm. So I think that was the end of it, uh, which I, I would highly recommend because Marge does CrossFit and is mean as hell. So I wouldn't want to fight her either. And that's why Lauren Bober carries a gun to where she goes because she probably doesn't know Krav Maga or anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Marge being on the Homeland Security Committee, it's like, you know, she going to have them looking into lasers and shit, uh, presumably. <laughs> like yeah. there wasn't any better committee they could have put. I mean, I don't want her on any committees, but that one seems particularly egregious. Yeah, I mean, speaking of conspiracy, conspiracy theories, if she like wants to make a bunch of DARPA, you know, the, the defense research, yeah. whatever, the people that yeah. people that try to invent the weather machine. I mean, they really did try to make a weather machine, but like they yeah. do, they it, do course, wild shit. It's impossible. It's the men who stare at goats type shit. Yeah, like, if she got exactly. the, if she got those records public, that would really that would really hit for me, and I, I would really enjoy. Reading, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would like to see what all they're into. I bet they got murder bots and stuff going. Um, yeah, it ain't no telling. All right, our first honorable mention for daily dumbasses. All the boring assholes out there like me and Mark have just had the same stupid name our whole entire lives. Uh, let's watch this clip featuring George Santos. Or is it? Folks, another important speaker, uh, another congressional nominee, um, George Santos. George, who we know is a friend, as, and he's known as Anthony the Bold as a me. I don't know why George <laughs> Santos came into the thing, but that's what he says here. All right, you got that. Candidate. So, 
<laughs> this guy's got caught lying about so much shit. I don't even know where to begin. Uh, for example, there's another story today, and get, get that other video clip ready when you have a minute, Matt. Um, there's another story today about where a, a former friend of his, uh, Santos slash DeVolder, apparently started a GoFundMe for his dying dog and then just stole all the money from it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. But in case you think this name slip thing is like some sort of like miscommunication, uh, just check out the, the man himself, uh, jo- Anthony George Santos DeVolder, right here. Good evening, everybody. My name is Anthony DeVolder. Um, I recently founded a movement <laughs> called United for... <laughs> All right. Uh, so- <laughs> you think that maybe he was like, like in his head, he was like, well, I know I'm going to be making up all kinds of crazy shit. And, you know, Anthony DeVolder might not... Inventing like a whole character or something yeah. that he was going to run with. I, I, I don't know what this guy's thinking, but the, the, another headline, I'm, I'm just going to read this, Matt. You don't throw it up there. Uh, but the, <laughs> this headline, uh, he, George is at the Stop the Steal rally. And uh, here's a headline. Uh, George Santos's former roommate says the congressman stole his $520 Burberry scarf and wore it to the Stop the Steal rally. <laughs> <laughs> It just, it sounds made up so much shit. Well, I, you know, I mean, everything with this guy is made up except for the stuff that isn't. And it also sounds made up because it's so ridiculous and on the nose. Do you, yeah. So uh, the guy, like, there used to be, uh, yeah, I, I don't understand. Like, everybody fucking lies about some shit around them, right? But the sheer volume of yeah, this is but, absolutely right. insane. Yeah. So, we're going to watch this clip. I want you to remember in your head that uh, George DeVolder, Santos, whatever, did not go to college. All right. <laughs> remember that way you watch this clip. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, oh buffering. Right. That's a well, throwback. It's... You guys remember buffering? Yeah, I'll just tell you what happened. That's fine, Matt. So uh, Twitter, Twitter's collapsing. Everybody knows that. That's where we get our videos from. So the uh, uh, he's on this radio show, and the host and him are bonding over his love of both volleyball and tennis because their kids play college volleyball and college tennis. And he goes, oh, actually, I played college volleyball. I actually went to college on a volleyball scholarship. Mm-hmm. That's why I have two replaced knees. All right. Mm-hmm. So he, he goes uh, further than that. He talks about how much ass they kicked and how everybody mm-hmm. feared them when they walked onto the court and how he was like the best dude on the team and all. He didn't just say I had a volleyball scholarship and that's why my knees are bad. He like really elaborates. He ruled at volleyball in the college he did not go to. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about his public, what he says is public medical history for a second. All right. He's got the two knee replacements from playing volleyball where, where he didn't play volleyball at college. Didn't go to, he's got, he had a brain tumor that he treated with radiation therapy. He's got immune deficiency, deficiency and acute chronic bronchitis. Also his mom died on nine 11. He had four employees die at the pulse shooting and his grandma died in the Holocaust. So I'm telling you that Anthony DeVolder's life seems pretty awesome, but George Santos has the worst luck of anybody I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> yeah. He's like uh, everything that's ever gone wrong. Yeah. Have you ever known, have you ever known personally somebody like this? Cause I have, well, like when I like grow and stuff, there was a guy who like would just make up. There was actually a couple of them, but one in particular would just make up the most, clearly bullshit stories about stuff and he do it all the time like he said that he 
saw and tried to shoot and missed Bigfoot while deer hunting and like Bigfoot stopped and stared him down and all this stuff. He found an ancient cave filled with like artifacts and cave paintings and all this stuff while also hanging out in the woods. He used to say that like girls would uh, literally run out into traffic to ask for his phone number. Like just, and it was always some shit like that. And everybody of course knew that it was all bullshit, but he would still just do it with a straight face all the time. So it's like some, it's like a patho- you know, pathological liar, but it's like some people's brains just seem to operate that way. And it seems like this George Santos dude is one of them. So luckily, or, you know, naturally he's a Congressman now. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, the coolest one I got, I got a buddy whose whose life is always awesome. Everything's great. Every show yeah. he did was awesome. Every every girl he's ever been with is amazing. Every like he's a huge dick. Always got money, mm-hmm. and I, I and I know him. I've known him for over a decade. And I'm like I know the. Buddy, the- you don't have to bring up. You don't have to bring Corey into this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's Catch the strays, joke, Joe. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's that's anyway. I, I wanted to I wanted to start a segment. It was like a weekly George Santos update, but and use mm. the Benny Hill theme music. Um, yeah, but we can't use copyrighted music, so this is this. He just goes my dumbass instead. All right, our next and I believe final honorable mention for Daily Dumbass is uh, Chinese spies for having to go to their safety school. This is Carrie Lake, who d- did not go away, unfortunately. And the CCP is connected. You've educated people on that. You talked about what they're doing in in, uh, in research labs. How about the CCP infiltrating our university systems right there in Arizona? Dude, the Confucius Institute. They take over our research and right. they find so, a great little. China tried to take over America by infiltrating Arizona State is the funniest fucking conspiracy theory ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> if you, if our buddy TJ hung out with last night went to Arizona State. All right. It's yeah. known for like one thing. It's a Drunk. fucking party school. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> it's a party school. And like, it, it's so like, it, it's just so funny. Chinese spies just going to Arizona and getting drunk with a bunch of bleach blonde girls and being like, mm-hmm. this is how we do it. This, but, is how, so, this is the way in right here. This, uh, another thing is funny is like, she actually taught me something because there was a real sort of thing here, but it ended in 2019. Arizona State closed the Confucius Institute. And I, I'm surprised I didn't hear about this because it's extremely dumb. Um, so China does a bunch of soft power stuff and you can be suspicious of if you want, but like they invest in like soccer teams in South America and help helping build infrastructure in Africa. They're helping invest mm-hmm. in all the countries around the Amazon and like, uh, they, they help, you know, they support soccer teams and shit. And America used to do that kind of shit. We pulled back during Trump because it's under the barrel of foreign aid. Right. So uh, China's doing foreign aid to American universities and the department of defense was like, absolutely not. And, and I, I tried to figure out what the bottom of the complaint was because what they're doing is just they're teaching Chinese and doing like outreach to high schools to try to get them interested in learning Chinese and cultural outreach and exchange and stuff. And maybe that's propaganda, maybe it's spying, but there were two groups that were complaining. Their professors who worked at the college who thought it was a bad sign for academic freedom because they're worried about censorship. And then the DOT was like, just did a bunch of scare bait and uh, scaremongering, red baiting bullshit. And under Trump, when they passed the National Defense Authorization Act, there was a thing where the, the DOD would not give money to schools that still had Confucius Institutes. So basically, like, we'll give you three, three quarters of a million dollars a year to support your Chinese language programs, or you can keep the Confucius Institute. So almost all of them were like, well, we'll take the DOD money instead because we don't want this fucking headache. But anyway, Carrie Lake's a psycho, and she's still running around pretending to be... She's literally calling herself the governor and pretending to be governor and calling Katie Hobbs a fake governor. 
and scaremongering against a thing that hasn't existed in Arizona or Arizona State for four years. So there you go. <laughs> so the DOD said we'll pay for all that stuff just as long as you don't allow them to do it anymore. Right. All the Chinese culture outreach and Mandarin yeah. language programs and stuff. It's wild how much money they got just laying around and how it's all just yeah. completely cool with everybody. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like it's, it, you know, I get their guess. It's like, if anybody's going to be teaching Chinese, it's us. God damn it. Not the Chinese. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what if, uh, what if one of these young students, uh, you know, uh, it later joins the military, but in college he made a Chinese friend and therefore doesn't want to go to war with them. That'd be bad. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's fucking stupid. Uh, well, maybe they, maybe they legitimate complaints. Maybe they legitimate complaints. I don't know, but like there, there's nothing made public that these institutes were doing anything, but but like teaching people how right. to do calligraphy Chinese characters and stuff. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, speaking of fucking stupid, let's get into it. Gas stoves, mm-hmm. everybody. I I'd uh, somehow missed this when it first started. I just started seeing all the crazy tweets from like Republicans about you know fucking come and take them but about their ovens or whatever. And I was like, what is going on? Yeah. Here? <laughs> I've since yeah. heard a little bit more about it, but yeah, this is a, this is a good yeah. one for them. This is going to, it really, I think we have an interesting show, but it's about a topic that should be very fucking boring. It should mm-hmm. be fucking boring. That's the thing I want to say about this. This is another ginned up fake controversy, uh, but it appears like this one has legs, so I wanted to talk about it. Uh, but it raised a lot of interesting questions to me, like what the fuck are they even talking about? And what do these people think the government does or, or should do, right? Because none of it touches base with reality or what a government, basic government functions. Anyway, it's also like pretty bleak to me about what it says about the hollowness of American culture, uh, especially on the right. But I'll, I'll explain that at the end because it's like the stuff they're hanging on to is utterly meaningless. It's not the Bible and guns. It's fucking random products and shit. And I don't really understand how, how like enough Americans have lives so empty that they're so worried about fucking shit like like consumer brand choices and government regulations of uh, how stove how much methane gas stoves can release or whatever. But like I, how this is filtering through the right, I want you to see this video compilation of uh, hilarious Fox News hysteria. So with that in mind, the Biden administration is considering a ban on gas stoves in the name of climate, but really it's for your own good. If America puts up with this, probably put up with anything. You want to come into my kitchen? And what are you going to do now? Are you going to, like, b- knock the doors down to see if I really have a gas stove? And by the way... <laughs> Could the Biden administration be coming for your gas stove? The answer is yes. And politicians <laughs> have been telling us for a long time, because of climate, you're not allowed to have a gas stove. This is about getting rid of natural gas. Follow the money, Harold. With that kind of <laughs> Absolutely. I'm a cook. Nobody's going to tell me I can't cook with gas. First of all, any good cook cooks with gas. It's an immediate up, down, low, high, uh, you know, and I... Safety? <laughs> We've had these stoves for over 100 years. It's totally fine to give fentanyl to addicts, but a gas stove is a threat to your life? ...to use a natural gas stove in your home because of emissions, but they're not concerned about smoking meth? Like it's <laughs> for now, the talk is focused on banning gas stoves, but it won't be long before what? they also come for gas fireplaces. And I mean, you know, you have to consider that it's part of a broader movement that thinks that Western civilization is a terrible thing. So, yeah, so the government might mildly adjust regulations around gas stoves. So therefore, this is because the left wants to destroy Western culture. Uh, yeah. So. Right. 
another panel they're on compared yeah. to this dip pro- the democracy pro meth also you know like like we and i guess it goes back to that and was handing out crack pipes or meth pipes or something like that was another thing they came up with is that what they're referencing but it's like who's just totally unconcerned with the smoking of meth you know <laughs> My cousins, uh, but so other the, than people who love to smoke <laughs> meth, I mean, <laughs> the, another panel Jesse Waters compared this to prohibition. It was like, oh, prohibition was a bad idea. So this, like, it's like, yeah, governments ban some stuff and other stuff. That's everywhere. Every government in world history banning stuff isn't the same because you're banning anyway. None of this is based in reality. We'll talk about the reality, the, the actual reality, what the government's considering doing. But the, the, none of this is about anything. But like. The, the, the prohibition thing was like, so what are you imagining? Like organized crime is going to take over the gas gas stove racket or some shit. And also that panel somehow led to criticism of AOC's fiance for being broke. And I can explain to you the connection where there was like AOC made fun of someone for, for panicking about the gas stove thing. Someone dug up an old video of where she'd filmed in her kitchen where she had a gas stove. And she's like, well, I rent. I didn't choose yeah. to have a gas stove. And they're like, ha, ha, ha. Your fiance is too broke to afford a house. That's yeah. it. So, <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, I, well, I have a gas stove for the same reason. We rent the house we're in in uh, LA, and that's just the fucking stove that came with it. I didn't, and I, you know, I mean, gas stoves hit for me just fine. I was, I know we yeah. haven't even gotten into the report yet, but like, you know, I thought because I've got children, and so I mean, it's a little bit concerning to me, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. I'd never known. I kind of, to me, it's one of those things where it's like, it seems like everything will kill you or will harm you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. At a certain point, it's like, it's, a, it's always something like in California, they got that regulation where they put like a poster or a sticker on stuff. That's like, we found that this contains things that might cause cancer and it's just all over the yeah. goddamn place. And you're like, well, at a certain point, <laughs> I'm going to kind of just been... not worry about it as much <laughs> because it seems like it's all bad out here yeah. in the streets. So if you guys have ever been do? to California, uh, there's literally a thing hanging on every building here that says there might be chemicals in there that can kill you. And my, it really, my, my mom visited it really startled her. I was like, no, no it's just, it's just there. It's, it's just, just fine. they're everywhere. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. But more on the panic, uh, Ronnie Jackson, the, the, the pill head, former white house doctor is now a congressman from Texas. If you guys don't remember him, uh, he posted this. I will never give up my gas stove. The maniacs at the White House come for my stove. They can pry it from my cold, dead hands. Come and take it. There's like a <laughs> bunch of this shit. No right. one's coming. Again, we're going to get into this, but no one's coming for your fucking stove. No. Matt Gates also said you can pry it from my cold, dead hands. Uh, Jim Jordan tweeted, God, guns, and gas stoves. Uh, Joe Manchin got on the act, too, saying no one's going to come and take his stove, which is true. No one's going to come and take your fucking right. stove. And if, if, even if they did, you're going to get a fucking shootout with the cops over uh getting an induction of it instead i don't know yeah and you so, could do that because no one came and took your guns either which right. i've been screaming for 30 fucking years or whatever i mean yeah we never get around to coming and taking all this stuff we're so desperate to come and take from these fuckers evidently yeah. i uh I, I quit my day job to do comedy full-time right about the time obama was elected i lived in texas at that point and my my girlfriend at the time uh we lived together i was gonna be on the road a lot so she wanted to get a gun to like to, to, to like feel more safe at home alone we went to the gun store i was just trying to get her like you know like a like a five or six shot revolver just something to make her feel safe to would scare someone off if they try to get in her yard or some shit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the uh, the guy at the store, they were selling Obama targets, and his sales pitch was, "You should get all the guns you ever might want because Obama's going to ban guns." You stock right. up on that. 
And if you go look right. at ammo and gun sales, it always surge right after Democrats elected because that's a huge uh-huh. meme of them. Anyway, the only gun-related bill that Obama signed expanded gun rights and let people take guns into federal parks. Anyway, right. uh, so so how we got here, let's, let's go back to reality for a second before we talk about the panic again. Uh, it all started with an extremely misleading article printed by Bloomberg based on a quote from one uh, commissioner at the Consumer Product Safety Commission, a guy by the name of Richard Trumpka. He said, this is a hidden hazard, maybe true. Any option is on the table. Products that can't be made safe can be banned. All that's true individually. And he's no way threatening to ban stoves. He's Again, he's one guy on a five-man commission that still doesn't get to make all the rules at once in general. He can't just will gas stoves out of existence by himself, nor can all five of them. Uh, but if you recognize the name Richard Trumpka, his dad was a big-time labor leader uh, who died uh, in 2021, I believe. Um, so what the CP, Consumer Product Safety Commission does, it makes rules about product safety, right? Uh, so when it finds something that's a hazard uh, or when Congress orders to do so, it can make rules based upon design requirements uh, that, that, or they can mount product bans if it comes to it. But it's not nearly the first fucking step. They have to follow rigorous, I'm quoting here, rigorous scientific process to develop mandatory rules. Failing to do so can justify the revocation of a rule, as was the case in a Tenth Circuit decision vacating their ban on small, high-powered magnets. All right? This is tedious bullshit they do. I'm glad someone else does it. Right. Because I don't want to do it. <laughs> All right? Uh, this is our, they, they're based in Bethesda, Maryland. They have 500 employees total. Trey, how long would it take to confiscate every gas stove in America with 500 employees? Yeah, ever. Yeah. As Bernie so, Mac said, you know, it's a long time if you take the four off that motherfucker. So, yeah, ever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but also yeah, so, they're a governmental agency and, you know, efficiency is not super high within those. And it's like even if they said tomorrow we're going to come round up all the gas stoves, I think like our uh, all of our children would still be cooking with gas before they ever got around to actually doing that, which they're not going to fucking do. But I like you. So dumb question. But like if the, if this same agency, the Consumer Product Safety Commission, under Trump released the same report, like they had the same findings or whatever, would anybody be saying anything about any of it, you know, or would have just fallen I mean, completely under the radar? Well, Trump wouldn't have been appointed by Trump. So the, whoever he appointed probably would have been like, they, you know, the research trade is referring to is a, is a new study that says that children who live in stoves of gas houses have like marginally higher rates of asthma. And like, I imagine Trump wouldn't have appointed anybody who cared about that and they would have known not to speak up. And if they had, it would have either flown under the radar because they, no one would have thought the government was going to do anything and Fox News wouldn't agenda bullshit about it. Or Trump just would have fired, made a show firing of a guy for even bringing it up. Right. So, but as far as the stuff they could do, um, they could, <laughs> it's a wide range. They could just put warning labels on gas, new gas stove sales. Right. Mm-hmm. Just warning labels, like the stuff like the ones hanging in California uh, parking garages. Trey and I were just right. talking about. Or they could make des- or request request design adjustments, like range hoods or like performance standards for like how the gas is dispersed or whatever. This is all again extremely. <laughs> this, they're mad about something so boring, and the process is like a long period of public comment, and then like scientific findings. Then they make recommendations. Then they confer with the industry and lobbyists are going to lobby Congress to get them to stand down and they go round and round. And then if they fuck up the regulations, if they're not worded specifically enough or don't have a sufficient scientific basis, the first court to get a hold of them would strike down after the, after the industry files a lawsuit. 
Um, right. So, and wouldn't it also just kind of work with the way we've done like vehicles over the years? You know what I mean? Now they all used to be death traps or whatever. And it's like, but gradually more and more like, uh, you know, safety regulations are, uh, you know, instituted or whatnot. So the new cars that come out, like they didn't get rid of all the old fucking Corvettes and everything is what I'm saying. They didn't round right. those. Just the new ones that come out are safer because they have these new requirements that were, you know, passed and whatnot. And it would be the same type of thing with gas right. stuff, even if they did anything at all, which I bet they probably won't. But even if they did, it'd be right. something like that. You go to buy a gas stove in the future and it's going to be a different kind that has like it has a, you know, a ventilated range hood or whatever that comes right. with it. And that's the only kind you can get. And that's pretty mm-hmm. much it. Right. <laughs> It would yeah. it would not affect any existing gas stove. It never right. in, in, in any world would affect any new new gas stove. It's like this is such made up horseshit. Um, anyway, to study Trace talking about. So it was a new peer reviewed peer reviewed research. It came out last month in the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health. This is really fucking. This is really fiery stuff to get. You know, anytime the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health drops new heat, you got to get real mad about it. So anyway, they right. basically found. You know those people are like, well, I did not see this shit coming. Do you know what I mean? Like, no. On these studies, and this is their job shit all the time. Like they never thought it would make all the headlines and trend on Twitter and all that shit. Like you know, I wonder if it's exciting or just uh, really shitty for those people. Yeah. So what they're saying, they say they found, and it was peer review, but I, I don't know if anybody else is going to do a companion study or whatever. Is that twelve percent of current childhood asthma cases in the United States can be can be attributed to gas stove use? So one in eight kids who have asthma, they're saying wouldn't have asthma if they didn't live in a house with a gas stove. I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know. There probably need more studies, and people can argue about it. Whatever. And by the way, I, I do want to agree with you. Cooking with gas does hit. Uh, it, it decreases your egg scrambled egg cook time by like thirty percent. Um, there you go. So when the stove, so basically. Natural gas is mostly methane, right? What happens is when you turn your stove on, um, it releases methane, which is the second most problematic greenhouse gas. And once the burner on, there are other pollutants accumulating in your kitchen, uh, including carbon monoxide and formaldehyde. Uh, the biggest concern is nitri- nitrogen dioxide, which causes cardiovascular problems, respiratory disease. Um, so, but I've seen people quibble with the research who are smart and I respect who are like, but there are a lot of contributing factors and it could be like where you live or maybe the kids also eating lead toys or what you never fucking know with all this shit. <laughs> yeah. But so like, but like, I don't know, I'm not a peer reviewed scientist. And if I wanted to think about any of this shit, I would have gone into fucking science instead of going to writing dick jokes for a living. All right. So <laughs> this is, it's so always trying to figure out what the fuck could even happen with this. And it's like, this whatever happens is going to be years from now. Trump, we'll be right. in the middle of the second Trump administration before this, the Product Safety Commission tries to do anything. Um, there, like there's going to be like six months of public comment, including from the gas industry. Um, the again the, the the range of stuff they could do before they even got anywhere close to bans or new performance standards to make sure they're filtering out emissions, requirements uh, they to be sold with a ducted hood to vent outside, like Trey talked about, or the most drastic step would be a ban on import and manufacture. All right. So no new gas stoves, but currently 40 percent of American households have gas stoves about. Right. It's a ton of people. Nobody's taking them. <laughs> but do, do you know, like with like lead, as you mentioned lead and also asbestos and shit mm-hmm. like was there were there uproars about those things when it was happening? Like were people like, come and take my fucking ass. Bestest motherfucker, or like, do you know how uh, that all played out? 
I the um, lead one was funny because I did I did look I did research that for something something unrelated recently. But the uh, so the lead industry did try to generate it, right? Mm-hmm. It tried to gin up public outrage and it didn't work because people were more worried about their kids' safety, right? Yeah, right. When they tried to be like when, when they tried to take lead out of gasoline, they're like they're taking away your superior fuel. See, and, that's kind of why I asked because I it, I feel like. You know, if that was happening now, there'd be outrage about that too. Like the mm-hmm. lead industry would have been successful in doing that in our current society, which is just a, a real shame. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, like people used to hear like, oh, super dangerous. I guess we better stop doing that. Thank you, the government, for finding out what was making us all stupid and everything. And, uh, and now everybody's yeah. just all stupid. And they're like, we want to keep all that stuff. Um, there's something deeply ironic about the fact that we're the generation who would be stupid enough to fall to the lead, uh, uh, industries bullshit about how they're taking away your superior fuel. And we're the generation whose brains weren't poisoned by lead. By lead. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, what the fuck? Maybe we were smarter with lead brain poisoning. I, I don't know. But like the, the, at the bottom of this is like, I don't know if it's part of the Fox News universe thing where they've turned politics and government into like uh, try to make it an entertainment TV program. But I don't understand why these people can't accept that government's boring. It's fucking boring. And just let it be boring. And not everything is like a, a struggle between good and evil. And if there is a struggle between good and evil, the natural gas industry is not going to be on the side of good. <laughs> All right. And something like Jesse Waters said in the first clip we watched. Where he's like talking about them banning, get, they want to get rid of natural gas, and he goes, "Follow the money." It's like what? Mm-hmm. Right? Are you saying the oil just and gas the thing industry? They say right. The oil and gas industry is nonprofit, a poor little struggling nonprofit mom and pop, and they're being taken down by big climate or some shit. And anyway, like Trey said, you would get to keep your fucking stove. Again, forty percent of Americans uh, American households have have gas stoves. Um, no one would require you to replace it if you wanted to. If you're worried about, if you want to keep the same quality of cooking. But uh, but not worry about the fumes. You can get an induction stove if you want. Um, but but either way, like the real problem for the long term survival of, na- of of gas stoves is infrastructure because demand for natural gas is dropping as people move away from fossil fuels. So there's not going to be the market to keep gas like natural gas lines running to your house. That's going to be the thing that turns off your gas stove. Is the gas industry making and the pipeline industry is making different choices about how to distribute fuel supplies. <laughs> All right. So it's going to be in the, it's going to be the natural gas industry that pivots. That's going to fuck you out of your gas stove. Anyway, but like going back to like what government does, I, like I'm agnostic about whether or not the government should ban gas stoves. All right. I don't have one currently. My old, my old apartment, we didn't have one. Um, I don't know whether it gives kids asthma. I don't know any of that shit. Um, but like this is the kind of thing a government does. Any government in, in the, in the world will like try to keep products safe and keep its citizens safe because that's the social contract we have with the government. We pay the government taxes in exchange for the government doing whatever it can to keep us alive. That's the basic trade-off, right? Like, right. But for American conservatives, that just means the army and it just means bombing brown people. But mm-hmm. like the government does a bunch of other shit like inspecting meat, right? And regulating the stock market. But like they but like the social contract works differently in other in, in every country. Like for example, in China, food security is a big thing because they had a big famine in the sixties and seventies. And basically, their deal with their government as long as we have food in the shelves, we don't fucking kill you all, right? That's why during COVID there was big food shortages and people were worried about instability there because that's the that's their one deal, right? Mm-hmm. It's their one deal. 
here I was trying to think of what's our what's our main social compact with the government. It's like we pay taxes in exchange. You just don't lose any big embarrassing yeah. wars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we keep our kick-ass tanks and boats and stuff, and uh, and they do a great job of of that. You know, well, uh, yeah. not of not losing wars, I guess, uh, but keeping all the badass stuff floating and banging and popping and everything. They're real good at that. Yeah. Um, well, that's why they're bad at, bad at Biden. It's not because we he lost Afghanistan. Afghanistan was already lost. It's because he publicly looked like he lost. Right. right? Yeah. Um, but that's what I was saying. Like, I just think that, like, it's literally just that, like, if they were in power and they found out something was dangerous, and again, on this, it seems like it's nebulous at present, but, like, if they if they came out and said, this, some, this shit is dangerous, I don't think you'd have any kind of uproar, whether they said, well, you know, we have, these are the steps we have to take or not. It's literally just, you know, it's a Biden administration thing, so it's truly outrageous and unacceptable, I yeah. think. Yeah, I mean— if it happened under Trump, they, maybe what they'd do is make a bigger scaremongering deal about gas stoves. And then he'd be like, oh, we're going to pass a bill to give everybody who wants one an induction oven. Then you'd find out that some induction oven company had given Jared Novanka a 25% stake or some shit. Yeah, right. That's more like, that's more like what they do. But like, this is also like, I don't think the government, even if they wanted to regulate gas stoves, would be able to get it. I have very little faith they'd be able to get it done in this present moment. Because like, to me, this goes in the right. bucket of like, things just generally don't work anymore right now. Mm-mm. No. Like, the, the, the Southwest Airlines, no airline regulations. So Southwest just went out of business over Christmas for like two weeks and no one can get anywhere. And they lost a bunch of people's luggage and lost a bunch of people and shit like that. And like the FAA shut down a couple of days ago. I have no idea what happened there. I didn't follow it closely because I wasn't flying. But like that, that seems weird. Like that doesn't go. But like, but like I, to get so ginned up over this, let's say the government did ban it. Like the government did a bunch of regulatory shit in the 1970s that absolutely would not fly right now. For example, among the many examples, um, they took the Ford Pinto off the fucking street because the gas tanks kept exploding. Now, if that happened now, a bunch of papaws would be joining militias to defend the honor of the fucking Ford Pinto. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. It, but yeah, and but, I know that they put this to a vote or whatever, but I mean, like, you know, flavored vape products or whatever just got banned in California. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. shit does get banned, but it's like they don't re- there's no consistency in it. You know what I mean? It's not it has nothing to do with freedom or whatever. It's just like if it's shit they like and it's the wrong side saying it needs to be banned, then that's mm-hmm. fucking communism or whatever. Uh, but anything else they don't, you know, don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I I didn't really look into why the the, the vape thing happened or, or who the lobbying interests were. I mean, maybe a straight up cigarette company just trying to put vapes out of business or something. I don't I don't know. But like this this stuff is like going back to like again the particulars of the gas stove thing. I'm not interested in because like this is stuff that a government does, and what you do, especially in democracy, we get a say in it. If they do something that's overreaching or nanny status, you can fucking vote the bums out and vote in somebody more libertarian or whatever if you want to. But also, if you lose the vote. You take the L and move on. That's what a democracy is, right? Mm-hmm. So if you if you think Joe Biden, the Biden administration has overreached by appointing Richard Trumpka Jr. to pop off about gas stoves, you can vote for somebody else next time around. That's your right. But what's, what this isn't is a moment that requires a revolution. All right. Right. In, but in, in prior times, this type of shit was utterly fucking normal. All right. Let's talk about the Easy Bake Oven for a second. <laughs> All right. The Easy Bake Oven had a fairly had a war slash partnership with this consumer product safety commission. We tried to figure out how to keep a bunch of kids from burning themselves. They did a series of voluntary recalls that the product safety commission 
requested. And then when kids still kept burning themselves and Hasbro figured out they're going to get sued, um, they finally pulled the, the one product off the line permanently uh, in 2007 after a five-year-old girl's finger had to be amputated because of severe burn. Um, now, if that happened in 2023, there'd be people marching in the street with guns saying they had a second right, amendment right to an easy bake oven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I just, but like these panics are so fucking ridiculous. Like I I remember this one from 2014. If you pull up this headline, Matt, this is the headline uh, from 2014. The GOP's relentless crusade to save America from commie light bulbs. Do you remember this panic? (laughs) Yeah. When the new, uh, the new fangled, uh, more energy efficient light bulbs started coming out and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, They had big protests where they bought a bunch of the new light bulbs and stomped them. Um, (laughs) and show them. And the reason why it, it's like it was it was basically environmental reasons, but also it saves people a bunch of money on their light bills, and because it uses less energy, but also while also making better light. They're right. literally just protesting having a much better light bulb. Yeah, it's um, just better, right? It has made yeah. it better, and they were like, "No, fuck that," because it was implied that it could environment a little bit, and that's gay <laughs> or whatever. Right. This part, uh, 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 this part, fucking killed me because they did, they did, they did research like a public opinion surveys with people of a bunch of diverse political opinions, and they took a set of conservatives and a set of liberals and explained to them about the the, the light bulbs costs and how much money it's, they, they cost more up front. But they save you so much money in the long run. At this point, both groups were very pro the light bulb. But then when they put a label on it saying it's better for the environment, all the conservatives turned against the light bulb. They decided not to save the money because it also helps the environment. That is fucking right. Exactly. Anyway, there was a big panic about the light bulbs in 2014. Fast forward to today. This is a new story from this month uh, or for a couple months ago. The United States will phase out incandescent light bulbs. It's actually happening. They're going to be gone. No one's noticed or fucking cares. Right. right. <laughs> and we're lagging behind the rest of the world in this kind of shit. I'm not working anymore. Uh, Brazil and Venezuela started to phase out in 2005. The EU, Switzerland, Australia did in 2009. Uh, Argentina and Russia in 2012. And then Canada, Mexico, Malaysia and South Korea in 2014. In the UK, there's still an ongoing fight about it where it's be- where this phenomenon is being referred to as light bulb socialism. So there you go. The it's not just our dipshits are like this, Trey. These no, I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's mama dipshit there, the UK. You know what I mean? They're <laughs> always they're always pretty good about uh, going hand in hand with yeah. some dipshittery. Queen dipshit, not madam ma- ma- dipshit, uh, uh, mama dipshit. Oh. But like, th- there's like, but the, the fact that like all these are consumer product stuff, like, is something really like depressing to me about it? Because we we talked about like everyone knows, remembers they burned the Nikes and smashed the Keurigs. We talked last week about they're turned against M&Ms because M&M has female mascots now. They want to go back to when M&Ms were boys. Um, the Trump used to rant about low flow toilets. The, all the people who uh, fuck up their trucks on purpose to roll coal just to, you know, troll the libs by making a bunch more pollution and running right. up a gas bill. Um, there's no there's nothing behind it. Like when you think about like the proud promise, whether you consider this like. Uh, fascism's promise of like a return to an idealized past or whether it's just good old day syndrome for your childhood. Like when they talk about how like, remember the famous clip of Trump before he was elected being like, they're making a girl Ghostbusters. You can't do that. Like it's yeah. like that kind of shit. <laughs> or like it, it, all this stuff is like, and now it's a, light bulbs and, um, and gas stoves. It's like, these are just commercial products that were invented fairly recently. It's not like, 
cultural attachments like religion or the Bible or guns. It's like, it's a, it's a commitment to like something so incredibly fucking hollow that it just like makes me depressed that like, that's the thing they're hanging the whole identity on is like cartoon toys that are in cartoons from childhood being changed or Eminem logos and toilets and fucking, it's just like, like nothing has kind of made me feel more sad about all these people are going to die mad over nothing than like, check out this, this from Ron DeSantis fucking trying to capitalize off this shit. If you got it, Matt. Here we go. Matt's pulling it up, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just you know that's America, buddy. I can. Don't we? I'm don't we have a by the hollowness of it? Yes. Yeah. Our gas stoves away from us. That is your choice. And I know many people who cook a lot do not want to part with their gas stoves, and so we're going to stand up for that. You're- All right. What a hero, just, man. Can, what, <laughs> America, I mean, we do have actual culture, right? Like we, we invented country music and stand up yeah. comedy and jazz and the film industry largely. And like, there's stuff you could be proud of that isn't Eminem logos. Right. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah. Matt, you found some comments. Anyway, yeah, Matt, some comments and stuff. I think he accidentally put one up earlier from somebody I didn't catch the name said they were thinking about the Ford Pinto recently because they used to ride in those a lot. I'm glad that you didn't explode and you're here to yeah. watch us today. <laughs> glad that you would have been to get rear-ended. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Ralph Nader took away your sweet ride. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm waiting for comments. This is a funny story. So uh, uh, Day yeah. 18,300 and counting says this is conservative gaslighting. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to mention this. So Missouri lawmakers uh, passed rules about with, with a stricter dress code for women. They're making women cover up their shoulders. They serve mm, well, yeah, you can't have them salacious ass shoulders just hanging out. People trying to get laws made and stuff. And you're over here, you know, uh, it was, it causing kind of impure me... thoughts with that clavicle of yours. Cover it up. Yeah. Have some decency, lady. It, it was it was kind of funny because they shot a woman actually proposed this rule so i guess maybe she's insecure about her shoulders or something i don't know but like they're like well the men have to wear suits and ties and i was like maybe i don't know maybe she's i don't but it, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's funny they're trying to mandate men and women dressing more like at the same time they're trying to like doing the whole i know what a woman is bullshit <laughs> yeah say what on youtube says papaws will defend the ford Panther. Yeah. I never rode one before my time. Yeah. Dan Arnett says, Hey, I'm a papaw. Yeah. We got some good papaws around. There's some lovely yeah. papaws out there. I'm, I feel just... like a papaw most of the time. So. Okay. Nevitz Forever says, Wyoming lawmakers propose a ban on electric cars. A group of state legislatures are seeking to end sales of new 2035 in an effort to protect Wyoming's oil and gas industries. Yeah. They've been sabotaging electric uh, cars. So yeah, the weird thing about, about it. Right the CEO of Tesla's weird right wing turn is like his business has been sabotaged at every go by right wing mm-hmm. legislatures from Congress, uh, Republicans in Congress trying to cut off like so early support fundings for electric vehicles or like this is in the weeds, but like cars, most states make cars be sold through dealerships. Right. And since a lot of car dealers are in state legislatures, that's an important like racket protection thing for them. And Tesla's business model was to deliver cars straight directly to your house. And so they were doing that just to fuck Tesla and he apparently yeah. loves them for it. So, yeah. Wasn't there some story from like, I don't know, the 70s or like decades ago where there was like a new 
uh, innovative like electric engine or something that was uh, developed and it got bought out and buried by the uh, by you know Detroit yeah. or Big Auto or something. I don't know if I'm making that up, but some shit like that. And it's like why there's no public transportation worth the fuck in L.A. is also because of big car fucking everything over. Uh, I thought of these while we were talking too. Michael Gilbert says, you can take my 70s lawn darts game when you pry it from my cold impaled thigh. <laughs> well, didn't, I think it was me and Corey maybe on a, on putting on airs. Some show I did, we ended up looking up lawn darts and it was like, I think it was like three kids that died, which is too many from lawn darts. But I would have thought, if you told me to guess, I would have, I thought it was like the way I've always heard about it. I thought it was an epidemic of kids impaling each other in the yard and shit like them back then. And that's why they had to go. But like, that's a good example. I mean, that's, you know, if, if those stats were, if they were a phenomenon today and those were the stats, like people would be losing their fucking minds. Like what he just said, people would be saying that unironically. Uh, Leah Tushel says, I hope I got that right. Says my easy bake oven made lots of cupcakes for my future snowflakes. I didn't know I had a little sister, but she never had an easy bake oven or wanted one. Uh, and you know, ironic. I mean, I would have, you know, now I love the idea of an easy bake oven. I could have really got into that. I think, cause I love baking, but anyway, I never realized they actually like did shit. Like I didn't, I didn't know that. I thought they were yeah. just like a toy, and they were just fake. I thought there was like a red light or something in it. I didn't know they were like yeah. little ovens. Yep. <laughs> it actually could actually bake stuff. I mean, I've known that for a while, full grown person before I found that out. Like my whole life until the past ten years or so, I thought they were just a toy that didn't do shit. Yeah. Yeah, you, you're right. You probably couldn't ban lawn darts right now. They'd be they 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 they'd find some right wing judge who'd rule the Second Amendment protects your right to have lawn darts or something. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Maybe yeah, it it's like help. they you know they take sometimes shit gets taken away when it's dangerous. And again, stuff like we said with the vapes, like shit still does get taken away. You know, it's just part of what happens. But like nothing's getting taken away right here. They're always so terrified about things getting taken away that are never going to be taken away. You know, mm -hmm. like there's just no like logical consistency yeah. to any of it, which again, a bunch of people have been mad as hell for, for almost two whole weeks because five years from now, there might be a warning sticker on your new gas stove. That's essentially right. what this is about. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. You got another one for us, Matt, or no? Matt's out there. Uh, All right. Well, I got, I got one last hit for you if you want to hear it. Uh, is a headline I read earlier today. January 6th defendant stabbed in the nose during jail fight over Tucker Carlson show. So <laughs> a bunch of the January 6th defendants are watching Tucker Carlson in the, in the uh, jail rec room or whatever. And a bunch of people are like, hey, that guy's racist. And they go, no, he's not. And they got a fist fight over it when I got stabbed in the nose. And now they're talking about how they have targets on their back because the whole uh, prison thinks they're racist. And I, mean, I imagine being known Aww. as a racist in prison is probably a tough situation because, you know, yeah. the mass incarceration of the people you're racist against. Sure. Uh, that would be yeah. an obstacle for them. Man, yeah. they've really had it rough in jail, you know. All this time I thought jail wasn't so bad, but now that these guys are in there and I'm hearing their reports, it seems like it's pretty terrible. Uh, yeah. I'm also really curious about the mechanics of stabbing someone in the nose about how that mm -hmm. happens. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Chinatown like shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. You just cut the nostril. Ugh. Anyway, all right. 
We're about to close up shop here for the week, but remember, go to TreyCrowder.com, get some tickets, come see me live. There's a date, still adding more as we speak. Also, go to WeeklySkews.com slash more or go on Patreon, search my name. Sign up and get some bonus SKUs in your life and support the show in the process. Either way, what's important is that you keep coming back here every SKUs D and doing this with us, which we truly do appreciate. We'll see you seven days from now. See you. Love you. Bye.